Welcome to the newest episode of the Razcast. How do you like that, T-Hole? I went with Razcast. Beautiful. I like it. I like it. It's mainly because I was lazy. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't create any creativity uh, for, for our new name. So we're just going to stick Nasty. With... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. that. See, I, I just, I'm afraid that we might turn up in some weird SEO searches. If someone types in Raz Nasty, like we're going to end up on the, Pornhub the, or something. That might get us more hits though. I mean, it might be, True. it might open us up to a full new group of listeners who may want a piece of this. But I feel like it's not what they're looking for. Like they're gonna they're gonna type in Raz Nasty with their pants down and be like, "What the fuck is this?" You know. Some people have weird fetishes. They can do that to anything. You know, it might this might do it for them. I don't know. Maybe a few. If it helps one person get off, true. That's all I, I can hope for. You'd probably know. Um, I meant that <laughs> lovingly. I didn't mean that negatively. <laughs> I know that came out kind of. You have to forgive T and I. We're both a little under the weather. Um, I recently received a flu shot. That might be it. Um, so I get a flu shot every year, so I've never, I have been of... too. I, I haven't gotten one this year yet though. So, but I, luckily I don't have the flu. I just had a cold. So that's why yeah. I sound even more nasally than usual, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And we're also doing the, we're recording this at an odd time just because this is, uh, the only time we could, uh, get the great tea hole on, uh, which means the world to me. Uh, we were planning to have, Matt Bowen, just because, but he he couldn't make it at this time. But that's fine. We we can do it, you and me, Teal, just like the old days. Um, yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to you putting him in his place and bashing <laughs> him and the other Trump supporters. But I guess we'll do that another time. Well, it wasn't actually. Are you still going to attack him? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I did <laughs> I did want to address it just before it becomes old news. Um, I try not to be overtly political. Uh, on Razbalt self, uh, only some jokes. I think uh, that's what we try to do to comment on what's going on in pop culture or regular culture and in politics. It's all a part of our lives, especially this year. So making fun of it or having jokes about it, I think is allowed. Uh, allowed, but you know, to I, I saw some other fantasy sports people on my Twitter, and I know generally some people out there used their sites or their, you know, their vehicle as a fancy sports writer or a sports writer to use it to uh advertise where they were politically and what their views are i chose to not do that exactly um i chose to kind of do it through twitter and through a little bit of the podcast just because these these are mine uh, we have a little more freedom here especially the podcast where it's more of a variety show uh, which is a fancy way of saying, you know, that way you and me, T-Hole, we can just talk about whatever the fuck we want, you know. Um, but yeah, on, on social media and whatnot, uh, you could probably call me a bleeding heart liberal, a uh, social justice warrior, whatever. I, I wear it as a badge of honor. Um, but the site will always remain professional in terms of this. I did bring this up, and I will bring it up just because, even though Matt's not here, because there's nothing for him to defend. I wasn't good to attack him or anything. I did... <clears throat> I did want to talk about the last few weeks and even before that, um, during this election, uh, you know, we've done our usual football content. Uh, as I said earlier, we, we chose to attack political commentary. Even the writers did. I didn't tell them to. They wanted to. It, it's logical. Uh, even you, T-Hole, talked about Trump uh, a few a few times here and there, uh, just in a joking manner. It's what we do. I choose to let the writers speak for themselves. Uh, I don't care who they support. I know we have Trump supporters. We use Matt Bow as one. Uh, we have a few others. I won't name them just because I'm not sure if they want me to. Uh, 
but and i'll be honest matt he he's a reluctant supporter uh so there, there is that i just don't care uh whoever writes for me uh they can believe whatever they want they can talk about whatever they want you know within reason i'm there's obviously a line uh there but um going back to it in the past i'd say few months especially in the last couple weeks you know i've received private messages on twitter on reddit uh through our site i'm sure gray has gotten a few uh even though he has a zero uh zero sum policy on that stuff i don't think he mentioned it at all but um we've seen it in our comment sections um and i would even say on a personal level uh being out and about in the last week uh, I've, I've seen some of this i you know i hate to kind of term it i, I don't know what to call it but i i want to say plainly that if you have issues with my views or any of my writers views no matter which side they support um you know what doors on your left you don't have to visit our site it's a free site and if you don't want to be part of it if you don't want to enjoy it if you think it's uh not to your liking we don't need you you know simply put and i say that wanting to thank the community the raswell community itself because it's one of my favorite places t-hole you love the raswell community right it's like one of the best communities out there i'd have to say oh it's it's my happy place that saved my life the raswell community i love these guys (laughs) some guys have been in and out i've had some guys who love me treat me like i'm the greatest thing they've ever had and then they fall off the face of the earth and choose somebody else and i do something to piss them off or give them a wrong player or something and then they never want to speak to me again those guys whoever you are yeah i don't like you anymore either but i mean the people that stick around and the people that are there it's it is a pretty great community and they didn't want to share the site with other people that's how i found out about the site through somebody else he didn't want to tell me about the site because it was his place where he got his knowledge and didn't want his competitors knowing about it. It's like that. People love the site. I used to love the site before I ever worked here. That's what I love about it. It's a great place. And, uh, yeah, man, there's going to be some – I've had a couple of haters on there. I had to ch- chase them away. I wouldn't leave me alone. I don't know where they're at right now. But, I mean, shout out to them. I still rather have them. Yeah, not you're, you're definitely a magnet for the haters, and I would I would just invite <laughs> all haters though, uh, in terms of this to. I mean, I know I I've probably gotten the most comments just because I was a Clinton supporter. I'm like I said, I'm I'm a liberal progressive, however you want to call it. But um, I I just I refuse to not call out all of Trump por- uh, voters as a whole. I I refuse to make them some kind of monolith. But it it's been pretty clear where the hate's been coming from. Uh, majority wise on the site and so I, I just wanted to take a little moment uh really quickly this will probably be the last time i talk about politics on this show unless something uh crazy happens and we need to address it just in terms of it will it or whatever but yeah i'm sure it will but this is this is like <laughs> this is my thing uh i want to just let the listeners know that um any hate mail or complaints can be forwarded to j at rasball.com and at j wrong at twitter if you need to get something off your chest but i just i want this to be more informative uh it'll have a little bit of animus only because i am emotional about it but i want to make sure that everyone is aware of what a trump presidency means of what we've learned so far for example one of trump's highly regarded supreme court nominees thinks gay people should be jailed for having sex uh, that seems pretty uh, outrageous if you think about it. Trump's top pick for the EPA says pesticides aren't bad for you to ingest. He's also a climate change denier, which 
is pretty disqualifying for a fifth grader, uh, much less a person you want running the EPA. Trump's appointed an Islamophobic conspiracy theorist to his transition team, and this person receives direct funding from U.S. defense contractors. Jeff Sessions, senator from Indiana, was deemed too racist to serve as a federal judge. He's now going to be our attorney general. Mike Pompeo, the new CIA director under a Trump presidency, was not just an Army branch officer for a mere five years, three of which were during the Cold War, none of which was intelligence-related. He also takes money from the Koch brothers and is president of Century International Oil Field, which provides oil field equipment. And let you know, since I hear uh, since I hear T hole banging on his phone, I know I'm already boring people. So I'll just I'll say one last thing about um, the America that we're moving into is that his campaign CEO Steve Bannon, uh, who will be his chief advisor in the White House, is a white nationalist. And I know not many people know what a white nationalist may entail or what this new, I don't know what you call it, like this neocon uh, type of um, uh, new genre of, uh, I don't even know what to call it. But let me just, let me be a little bit less PC here since I know all the nimble navigators out there love the non-PC talk. He's basically a neo-Nazi. He's a wife beater. He's pretty much a bigot. He's just a shit human being and he's going to be helping Trump run the country. So, and I'm not even talking about Rudy Giuliani, who has his own issues. I'm not talking about Mike okay. Pence, uh, who, um, who has enacted programs in Indiana to scare and pray the gay out of you, who is currently fighting to keep his government emails private from the public. There's no irony there. And has single-handedly created an AIDS epidemic in Indiana for cutting out all needle exchange programs and low income community clinics uh so yeah you know i'll, I'll go ahead and move away from that and um, shots fired yeah Insert this is the gunshot the the bomb the punk master flex bombs insert gunshots insert it all when you're re-editing this i need to have when you're speaking right there i need the boom 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 like each each comment you made it needs to be accentuated with the with the bomb dropping or a gunshot that was well, just that... straight fire that's the thing, too. Like, everyone keeps telling me that this was the change election. Uh, people wanted change. They voted for change no matter what. And what happened? A majority of voters sent career politicians in Washington that powerful change message by reelecting most of them to office. So, you know what? Was it even it's a majority? Wild. Was it even a majority? Clinton right now is winning the popular vote so far by the, by the vote size, basically, of the states of Delaware or South Dakota or Montana. Uh, when the counting is all done, she'll probably have most likely won the popular vote by over 2 million votes, which is basically the population of Nevada. So in terms of – look, look, I, I know where this might seem like I'm going, but I want to make very clear that I will defend Trump's legitimacy as president. I don't think uh, – I think he won by the rules, right, T. Hall? I mean the, there's no debating that. The rules – Yeah, place... yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely won. I mean right. I'm going – I mean – the uh, electoral thing is 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 a little bit outdated, but in a True. in a way, it makes some sense just to give some states that are you know smaller than a population of some of these huge cities it, it can it can give them a little bit of a voice. And I mean, I, I I suppose it sort of makes sense, but again, does it? Well, I mean, it's 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 pretty outdated, but. 
I, I appreciate you would, you would bring up the argument because it's true. The Electoral College was created to protect smaller states' rights, especially at a time when there were about 13 states, and the biggest state was New York. <laughs> so it made sure that New York didn't decide the president for 13 right. states. Uh, I would argue that you know the time is created was when black people uh, didn't have a vote and then were then eventually limited to three-fifths of vote. Uh, women weren't allowed to vote. So I, I just have this weird sense that a democracy is meant to be one person, one vote. I, I don't think I'm crazy about that. I don't think there actually is a legitimate argument that someone can tell me that says, well, why does California get to decide the election? I'm using that as an example because people think that California has such a big population that they would run. But then I would I would say to them, what makes you think that Wyoming or that Michigan or that Ohio should be deciding where the country goes? I don't think there's any argument to make it so one state or one population center or one group gets more power. I think it's one person, one vote. That is true democracy. So let's – if you support that, let's let's get involved. Let's try to change that. You know, honestly, too, I, w- I want to end soon on this because there's just so much to cover. I just wanted to do kind of like a brief synopsis of what – all the Trump voters bought here because I, I'm aware that they have some really big gripes. They they want something out of this. And I want them to know what this entails. You know, um, look, that, let me just say this. There, it's no secret there are profound divides in America at this moment. It's You just turn on the TV and it's everywhere. And I just want everyone to support one another, to, to believe – that this country, while it's ultimately a force for good, it can it can make a lot of mistakes. I mean, we're not a perfect country at all. And our dream is to be a perfect country. And so we have to take a few steps back to move forward sometimes. So if you kind of get what I'm trying to say here, I, I would hope that all of you who are listening to me right now would find ways to fix this. You can... You can support a local newspaper of your choice to keep investigative journalism alive. You can donate to the committee to protect journalists. You can donate to the NAACP, the ACLU, and to Planned Parenthood. I mention these organizations because I've donated $100 to each, and I did it in Mike Pence's name. So you can even do that if you if you like a little form of uh, <laughs> a little punch in the gut form. Look, I, you know, I I love this country a lot. Um, I'm first generation. My my mom came here uh, from war-torn Korea. She married an army officer, and that that was my family. I grew up like that, and, you know, everyone has a different story. But I think deep down all of us, you know, just love America. So let's concentrate on that. Just do everything you can to make it known that, you know, what Trump is about to enable – it feels like it's what everything is wrong with the country. Uh, and I just don't want to create policy from hate. And I don't want to provoke fear with policy. And it, it's just looking more and more every day that that's what he's trying to do. So I would say this to the Trump voters out there. Uh, you're not the best. You're, not, you're, you're bringing out the racists and the bigots. You're being sore losers. Some, I assume, are good people. If you're not sensing the irony from using Trump's own words here, let me let me say it this way. Uh, despite my inherent bias, all of you have this one chance. Despite wanting change or to hashtag drain the swamp, you now have a Republican Congress and a Republican Senate, which, by the way, broke Washington so much you decided to reward them with a Republican president. 
I don't know if you guys know this or not, all you Trump voters, but you actually have the control for real change. Better or worse, it has nothing to do with anything. You guys have complete power of America's future for the next 48 years. So all of you Trump voters out there, you want to say to me, you voted because of economic anxiety. That's totally legitimate. Maybe national security. I hear you. Even though Trump support, supported everything Clinton did as Secretary of State. That's fine. Maybe you want a different direction now. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever. Maybe you do actually want a 40-foot wall at the border. Uh, even though most illegal aliens enter the country through other means and have just, you know, overstayed their visas. Eh. Semantics, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you guys want out of Trump, you now have the opportunity to get. So instead of being sore winners, instead of wasting time trolling myself and my writers, how about you do this? How about you take all that time you waste and email your local representative and remind them of what you want? If this is truly about making America great again... Go actually fucking do it. And look, uh, this is my last part. I know I keep saying that, but this is really it. You know, at the end of this thin-skinned, tiny-handed man's time in office, if there's no progress, if it's just the status quo, if we face a major and growing deficit after four or eight years, rising inflation, if we see that Trumpism doesn't actually bring coal back or put steelworkers back to work, if it's all still a mess, as many nonpartisan experts in the fields have projected— and all that's left is a Muslim registration program, which has already been create, uh, being formed as we speak. If there's troops on the ground in Iran, something that Republicans have wanted for quite a while. If Russia s slowly starts annexing all of the NATO countries, which could happen. If all that's left is a country in major need of repair after these four, eight years, and the only progress left is hate and bigotry. If you voted for Trump, no matter what your issues are, even though you're not a monolith, you need to own that. If that's how you really think, that's how we make America great again, after all that, all I can say is that you guys are deplorable. And that's all I got, T-Hole. That's all I got on the politics side. So we can we can move on from that. Unless you want to respond. I want to make sure that you, even as you're a libertarian who didn't actually vote, I'm not sure what you can nah, say. No, yeah. My, 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 <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm shocked, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm just shocked. And then to my surprise, that you know, a friend of mine was posting or something on Facebook about you know he's complaining about the um, uh, about Trump and some of the and like you know about the protesters and stuff like that. But then he's saying that he didn't vote for Hillary and some other people. Like, well, I didn't vote for either, and this and that and this and that. And my argument to all these people would be like, well, if you really didn't want Trump, Hillary's the only person you're going to vote for because that's the that's the person that's going to beat him. Nobody else is going to beat him. If you wanted, if you really didn't want him in there, you had to vote for her. So the people that didn't vote for her. I mean, this is why – I mean, I'm just shocked. 55% of the world of the nation is women, and then all the minorities and all everybody else. It just shocks me that this guy won. I mean, kuda, I mean, I got to give him some props. I've been against him since since day one, since he was running. I was like, this is a joke. There's no way. The whole time – again, I've said this many times. I would have bet everything I owned. I would have bet my life against him actually winning this. So, you know, kudos to him, but this is uh, – the nation's fault here so I, d I don't have much to say about it i mean <laughs> you know that supreme court nominee that thinks gay people should be jailed for having sex he actually he posed in a gay magazine nude in his younger years i mean just the the irony levels of this entire election process and the aftermath is just it it goes off the scale uh and i think it causes a level of frustration in my head that is 
uh, can't be counted uh, by any level or form or measurement device. So let's I, w- I did want to talk about something a little bit crazier, and this is right up your alley, T-Hole. And that's not to discount what you just said. I think you're right. Everyone should vote. Get out there and vote. State, local level. This would all be solved if people just voted. I don't – in the end of the day, if this is what the country really wanted, this Trump presidency, that's fine. But it looks mm-hmm. to me that they didn't want it. A majority of the people voted for Hillary Clinton. So uh, even if you – uh, don't want to change that just you know like i said um own up to it um make sure that this government serves you and i would say that with any other president if clinton got elected i would say the same thing make sure and follow up vote make your voice be heard that is the most important part of democracy no not very rarely in the world i mean we are the biggest experiment in the world this country we are taking all of these people all these you know, all these cultures, all these races, and just put it together. It's the only place in the world that does that, and it's going to be hard. So let's just try to keep our government accountable to us, the people. So that's a, you know, that, that's a little bit. Um, anyhow, got sidetracked again, Teal. I did want to talk about, I messed up the whole intro too, the, the beautiful segue I created for you. But we'll just go mm. and explore it out. Russell Wilson, your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you got all of his brand of Miracle Water at your place right mm-hmm. now in the fridge. This season, it's all I drink. A, you know, we we talked a little about how he's third in completion percentage last week, and I just thought it was odd because I, I think he can be accurate, but it's not it's not one of his strengths. Just because I think half the time he throws, he's throwing on the run. So, you know, that, that's just the nature of the beast. But I I did want to bring this up. Uh, Russell Wilson this season has a higher completion percentage on deep passes, which is uh, 58.7, I have in my notes, uh, than Cam Newton has on everything, uh, which is 56.5. Do you have any comments on that? Because I found it to be... Yeah, 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 yeah. Cam Cam, Cam Newton, his his accuracy has always been a... uh, uh, a weakness of his. It's not... It's definitely not his specialty. Him and Wilson are a little bit different. Granted, Granted, uh, Newton has an absolute cannon as well and can do some crazy stuff. Obviously, he won the MVP last year. Last year was nuts for him stats-wise. Probably will never repeat that again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Wilson's just a – I mean, his, yeah, his deep ball game is really on point right now. He's finally coming healthy here. The leg is a little bit better. So you're about to see back like in FU mode like he was at the end of last year when the offense really took off. Once he gets back to full health where he's able to run around and stuff like he was doing against the Patriots, he didn't run for a ton of yards, but you could see he was mobile back there, and that's when he really starts dropping bombs and finding stuff down the field when plays break down. And, um, yeah, he's just a great quarterback, a great dude on and off the field, and uh, he has water, works miracles, although it didn't keep me from getting sick, so maybe I should ask for a refund. <laughs> I think it only works if you get a concussion. So, oh, okay. Well. Um, I did. I do want to add on to that to the Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson fest that we're having right now. Um, as of this Sunday, the rest of the NFC West will have started sixteen different quarterbacks since Russell Wilson became starter. Uh, just to give you kind of a trip down memory lane, Forty ers are the least with with uh, Alex Smith, Blaine Gabbard, and Colin Kaepernick. So there's been a little bit of stability there. Um, Cardinals have started Carson Palmer, Drew Stanton, Ryan Lindley, John Skelton, Kevin Cole, Brian Hoyer, which is uh, <laughs> just a cornucopia of, ugh, you know. 
Um, this does Ryan Lindley does. And if you thought it couldn't get worse, the Rams uh, might impress you uh. all. The Rams have started Sam Bradford, Case Keenum, Nick Foles, Kellen Clemens, Austin Davis, Sean Hill, and now Jared Goff on Sunday. So that was that was kind of a little bit of a segue too, because I'm the master of them. But I ruined it again because I forgot to plug one of our sponsors, SeatGeek.com, where you can get movie tickets, uh, concert tickets, sport tickets, without any of the hidden chargers that Ticketmaster uh, charges you. And Are they going to hook us up with some free tickets or what? Man, I'm going to the Seahawks game this weekend. I got four tickets, but I could use some more. Well, you should find out, man. You should actually go to SeatGeek.com, like I'm sure all of our listeners will, when they're going for their ticketed sporting events, and get $20 off by entering in the code RAZNFL, R-A-Z-Z-N-F-L. Yeah. So you should check that out. Yeah, come, come join me at the <laughs> Eagles-Seahawks game. I will be there. Autograph session starts 30 minutes outside the stadium. Truth be told, I prefer shilling for Hillary. I get paid more. I think it's like mm-hmm. what was the what was the fake news three thousand five hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> let's see. So the segue, uh, which is incredible too. Like people actually believe that shit. Like, like protesters are getting paid thirty five hundred. Do you know how much money you would need for that many protesters around the country? It's ridiculous. Anyhow, um, where was I going with this? I have no idea. See, this is what I'm available. <laughs> if that's true. Right. Uh, I'll. I'll hit you up next time I get my paycheck, man. Um, so I did want to talk about Jared Goff a little. We, we kind of teased him a little bit. You gave me kind of your short take last week uh, from his college days. But what – you know, I am i haven't ranked him high this week. I haven't ranked last because I, I just – there's so much, like, anti-hype, I guess is the way of saying it. Everyone went low on this kid. I, I want to hear from you, t Like, where should – he be for the rest of the season where should he be on anyone's radar in terms of fantasy uh what what are you doing with this kid i don't think so i just talked about him on that other little show i did i commented on it a little somebody asked me about it the other day and i think i mean what 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 show man plug it yeah just just that little off the record show i usually put a link (laughs) to it on my rasball post but he was late this week we kind of did it a little bit differently we had a lot of you know, semi what people that are well known in that industry and, uh, you know, to to be blunt, like having all these people on that, all these people that have, you know, 20,000 followers, 50,000, it hasn't really, you know, our viewership has kind of remained the same. Like, I feel like we had like just as many views or more views when it was just us, which I kind of prefer anyway, it allows me to do whatever I want to do. So if these people aren't helping us grow, like I'd rather just do what I want to do. So last time we had your boy, uh, Ralph came on even though he's too busy to to write football for us but he wasn't too busy to talk football with us but so we were talking about that but uh we were so we were just hammering out um on some golf stuff and i I seem to like him a little bit more than they did but fantasy wise you know there's not much to see there i mean that offense it's still the the play calling just seems terrible i mean the weapons aren't as bad as they might seem like brit's actually having a pretty decent year Quick has shown a couple of flashes. Tavon Austin seems to have gotten worse after finally having a semi-breakout year last year after being kind of a bust of a top-ten pick. I mean, it's just, I, to me, it's the play call. I mean, the offensive coordinator is a no-name dude. He's not never done anything. Their offense is absolutely disgusting. Um, I mean, he can only do so much, and obviously he hasn't been put into this point, and their offense has been almost historically god awful so i mean like how good could he be if they haven't inserted him yet 
Will it be a little bit of an improvement than it has been? Sure, maybe, but uh, I wouldn't touch this guy in fantasy, probably not even you know, two quarterback leagues unless you're desperate. I did predict, however, that they win, that he gets them the win this week. But I don't, I, stat-wise and fantasy-wise, I I wouldn't touch the dude right now. Yeah, and I would recommend everyone, while while the while the take is hot, 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 to listen to T-Hole's predictions because he finished fourth last week out of all experts. Congratulations, by the way, on that, T-Hole. That, that is an amazing but- feat. Thank you. I was super excited, and then I licked on the thing and saw that you were seventh overall in the standing. So I was like, wait, so this means he, Jay, basically does what I did and got super excited about Jay basically does this every week. So, like, really, it's not that cool. So you are in the top seven. I saw that. I tweeted it today. Uh, I did come back to Twitter briefly. I've been very <laughs> slow. Slowed down. I have slowed down majorly on the tweets. I've been very few and far between. But, uh, yeah, you've never mentioned how high you're ranked on there. That's quite impressive, putting in some good work there. And uh, I'm wondering how I'm so far down after having two top five leagues in four weeks for me to still be that deep in the league must mean I've had some very, very, very rough weeks for me I mean, to be that That, that could be the case. I will say thank you, by the way, uh, for pointing that out. I, w- I would say football is kind of a week-to-week type of thing where what have you done for me lately and so i want to make sure that people know that if you listened to you last week that you pretty much uh and especially since this is the most important time in fantasy football right now we're, we're getting close to playoffs a lot of teams are hanging on by a thread they really need that good advice so uh be sure to go while while i like you said you've been hot for the last month i think so um when it when it counts the most i you know, I did. I did want to bring up um, really quick before we move on from golf. Like, you think this helps uh, the weapons you mentioned at all? Like, uh, I know you predicted them to win this week, but what what are you expecting from Britt and Austin? Are you expecting maybe an uptick, or you think? Uh... I'm st- I'm thinking so. Although I although I am worried about Britt in a league where I was I've been so desperate because I had Sammy Watkins, uh, Josh Gordon, and now Alshon Jeffrey all in the same league. Um, mind you and uh have all these catastrophes happening so i've been depending i've been starting brit every week and he's been actually playing quite well so i'm worried that keenum had something with him and sometimes you bring a new quarterback and they like a different guy so that's my only concern but i'm i'm it's got to be enough to it's got to be an upgrade over keenum for the other guys anyway i mean quick I mean, Austin, obviously you're still not starting any of these guys unless it's like a 16-team league, and even then you're like, this is kind of desperation. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's gross, but we'll see. Maybe maybe he's a gamer. Sometimes these guys in practice aren't, don't seem ready. Sometimes when they step into the big show, they shock the world and show out and go up. Otherwise, like guys like Kurt Warner and some of these other guys would have been starting a long time ago before they actually got thrown into a game because of an injury or because of whatever. Granted, this guy's the first overall pick, so you would have liked to think he'd shown enough to be put in there. Anyway, he hasn't done that, but we shall see. Right, and, you know, I, I don't think it's so hard to be that much better than Case Keenum, right? I mean, the... No. I feel like I could probably outshine Case Keenum uh, if I'm... Well, maybe that's a stretch, but, you know, I feel like... Not much of one. Yeah, it's not much of one, you know? Um... All right, so I got to bring this up. I, I want your comment on this, T-Hole. Uh, the Lions are averaging nine point 
four offensive drives per game this year. That's third lowest in the last 20 years. That's that's pretty bad. That's mind-blowing. I have not heard that stat yet. That's pretty wild. I have not heard that. Um, it probably has something to do with the fact that they have, uh, I don't know, zero running game to speak of um, at all. Their best running backs, a scat back, Theo Riddick, who before right. – had a decent running game, I think, last week, but he's missed a couple of games with injuries. Before that, like even last season when he's a decent playable PPR guy, he still barely ever got any carries. He did have some carries last week. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got Dwayne Washington, a, a University of Washington, seventh-round pick, came back from injury and had, you know, 10 carries or so last week. So maybe if, if they can get the ground game going at all, I mean, that's kind of what's going to sustain sustained drives but yeah i have no idea what's going on with them offensively what was the stat they've only had that many drives per game or what was the actual stat yeah it was uh 9.4 offensive drives so they've basically had the ball on offense uh nine and a half times per game okay so i mean i'm just i'm just i don't even know how that even how does that happen their defense is just on the field for long, long periods of time, like how does this how does this end up happening? I'm, so I'm, is it the is it yeah, that cold like medicine some, is blocking my brain? Yeah. So just like some context, um, they're on pace for 150 total offensive drives this season. Um, the 49ers and Cardinals are both on pace for over 200. Um, let's see. I'm I'm trying to find something. Um, I mean, are they having long, sustained, slow drives that are running out the clock, making them not? have the ball many times. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure well, out think, what is leading to this. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, with what you're saying. You know, they have a scat back in Reddick. They basically have no running game. So I think what they do is they're just pass heavy. And if you're pass heavy and not Tom Brady, you know, who can dink and dunk uh, like 50 times a game, I just, you know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of um, – well, to be honest, that doesn't make sense either because if you're going like – Three and out, yeah. four and outs every yeah. drive. You're gonna get the ball back faster anyhow. Just that's what I'm saying. That's drive. why I was backtracking because I'm like, wait, does this even make sense? I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to think of how this. Maybe it's an just a total abnormal. <laughs> I know it's right? bad, I but <laughs> I, do, I mean it's bad. But I mean I'm just like, is this due to long sustained drives, which wouldn't make sense because of the lack of running game, unless they're dinking and dunking all day and just having long successful drives eating up the clock. Or their defense is a bend but don't break and is sitting out there for half, three quarters of the game, slow playing it on defense. I don't know, man. This is a very interesting subject uh, that I'm going to dive deep into after we get off the phone here. Yeah, actually, I found a small snippet. I just I googled <laughs> some of the references and said fans' reaction, and someone on a forum uh, or whatever said the awful defense allows us a ton of completions, keeping the clock running, and the opposing offense right. stays on the field and never forces turnovers. So. It's not surprising that this is a stat. So that I guess that makes some sense. Their defense just kind of lets them – it's like a bend-don't-break defense, I guess. It doesn't cause any turnovers or anything. So I guess that would make sense if they're just uh, – if the other team is taking up all the snaps. So um, what else we got? We got we got Gronk out this week, man, which means if you're a Bennett guy, you start that shit. Um, Jeremy Malkin is out. See, this is great. If we do the show on Friday, we, we can actually give people some injury news, which is kind of a cool thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let's see. It looks like Doug Martin looks really good in practice this week, quoted as being would never know he had been injured. I am still not trusting that. Um, it's kind of like that stupid cliche thing where best shape in the life. I never trust that. Um, when running backs especially uh, come off from injury, I always just keep them out the first week. Uh, would you agree with that, T-Hole, no matter what? Yeah, I usually do because, yeah, you just get – it's hard to trust them. And then Martin – you know, Martin did play last week, but, yeah, he had, like, what, 12, 13 carries or so. He basically split carries with the no-name uh, Peyton Barber. So, I mean, this week he should get an uptick and uh, have a decent week. I, w- I would th- – although they're at Kansas City, so, I mean, it's not the greatest matchup for him. So, I mean – depending on your roster, if you have to play him or not. I mean, it's not obviously a great matchup, but, I mean, hey, if he's looking good and he's one of your best two, three running backs, you're probably going to have to put him in there. I wouldn't say no name, though. I mean, there are, there are more barbers out there, I think, than uh, than T-holes, right? There, there's, we got a Tiki. Quite, quite, quite yes. A... yes. <laughs> is, he re- is he related? Tiki Barber, by the be. way, by the way, Tiki Barber, who retired early, because he wanted to get into the media or whatever whatever that was back in the day and then failed miserably or whatever. Now he's on this radio show every morning called Tiki and Tyranny or whatever. He used to have more people on it. CBS Sports Radio in the morning. It is so god awful. Like he is so bad. <laughs> like I mean, I cannot stand this dude. And then his brother, of course, stays in the league an extra five years. He retires. He's immediately goes to calling games like on national television already a hundred times better than him. So I mean Tiki Barber I mean, some of these guys on sports radio, I mean, you should be surprised. I mean, their sports knowledge is despicable, and he's not even, like, entertaining in any way. So I'm confused what he's doing. He shouldn't have retired. Great football player, uh, unless it was for injury concerns, which you got to respect that. But, yeah, I just got to point well, that out because that show pisses me off. he tried to make a comeback? He tried to make a comeback, like, a few years ago. I remember something in the news. One of the barbers tried to make a comeback. I feel like it was it was old Tiki. I'm yeah. not sure. Maybe he did yeah. after he, like, lost every single possible media job that he retired to be on he wanted to be Which like is hard because what, nbc really doesn't have you know like a yeah, huge he, line of talent he wanted him, to so. do like what michael strahan has become he wanted to be like that but it he's just not good yeah that's so, kind of yeah. hard to do like strahan's probably the most charismatic football player in a while i would say um yeah it's quite legendary what he's been able to do here and he's probably raking in a lot more money now than he ever did yeah he's like up there with like michael irvin i wouldn't say michael irvin's really that good but he has a personality so i I would keep it at that um a little more injury news uh deon lewis is in fact on the flight to san francisco uh in case people thought he wasn't healthy last week he was but i don't know with with gronk out we were talking about it just a second ago teal do you think lewis is I, I'm still staying away. I own him in a couple leagues as a stash, but I'm still staying away this week, weekend specifically, just because I, I don't know. I feel like this is the buffer game, you know, where they kind of ease him into the offense, and I think we'll get uh, better results next week. I don't, I don't know if you feel the same way or not on that. Um, About Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if I was them, I would use this week as as the week to get him involved. Obviously, he didn't end up playing last week as we thought he would. But uh, for me, it's about James White just not being – people are comparing White to him and being like, oh, you know, it's not that big of a drop-off. I'd be like, okay, did, well, did you watch last year when Deion Lewis is making insane play after insane right, play? They forgot about last year. Play? That's why they're saying Like, that. how often does James White do that? Granted, he's made a couple decent plays and scored just – just out of just you know it seems like anybody could do like what he I, james white 
doesn't do anything special to me. Lewis was an absolute freak show last year. Like he made it so that blunt was almost like unusable in fantasy. Um, so if he's if he's at all like his like how he was last year, if he's got that, I would I would try to get him involved this week against a weak 49ers team, especially yeah when you don't have Gronk, just try to get him involved and see where he's at physically and see if he can uh, give him that that explosion that he was able to even last year because that's going to be a huge weapon. That's all the Patriots have always loved to do that with guys like Vereen and then some of these other dudes and then him and Kevin Falk and all these dudes like that. And he's of that same mold, but maybe better than all of them as he was last year. I was, I was shocked how filthy this guy was last year. He's just on another level. So, I mean, if he, I, I'm a little scared to start him just because he hasn't done it played yet or whatever, but it's a sneaky, like upside desperation play. Yeah, I think I think if you don't have choice, I think uh, I forget if this is the last bye week. I think it's the last bye week. But if you're still like I, I do this to myself. I might have to start Dion Lewis maybe just because I load up on Chargers, and so their bye week is always <laughs> it's pretty much a shot in the foot um, at that point in the season for me. I gotta like replace five open spots. But other than that, I would yeah, I would I would be careful with that. Um, let's see. What else we got? Oh, Mike McCarthy called, um, Starks a three down back. I think we can call bullshit on that. Anything Mike McCarthy says, I think we can call bullshit on. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, He's got to get fired. Yeah. I mean, have you seen all the shit that's coming out on Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers, but I respect his talent and his skill. And I think he's an elite quarterback. And then you got like Jermichael Finley. Uh, probably one of the worst tight ends I've ever seen in my life, uh, being as quoted as saying, I just don't think he was a natural-born leader. He wasn't put on earth to lead. Like, fuck you, man. You were, you're you not a tight end. You weren't even put on a tie, uh, put on earth to be a tight end. What the fuck is this guy? And then you got Colin Cowherd, one of the loudmouth idiots out there, saying Aaron Rodgers is Jay Cutler with a ring. Did he actually check himself when he said that? Can you... Why would anyone say something as stupid I as that? I don't know. My friend it like loves coward and is always propping him up. I'm like, dude, this guy's an idiot. I mean, he like sometimes he's whatever, but I, I don't. I used to listen to him a lot more when I lived in uh, San Diego. Just time wise, for whenever his show, I just time wise happened to work out for me. I don't really listen to his show anymore or whatever. But uh, yeah, he is obviously a little more controversial now as he's gotten bigger. But uh, that, I mean, that's a, it's an absolutely ridiculous statement. And you should, somebody should be fined, like maybe fired for making a comment like that. I mean, this guy. I think that arguably, might be the worst statement that he was making fun of Puerto Ricans or whatever that racist thing. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean, can you can make the art. You can literally make the argument right now that Aaron Rodgers is like. You could you could make the argument he's the best quarterback like of all time. If you look at all the stats, I mean, he's. You could definitely make the argument he's a top five all time quarterback right now with many years left to go. He did win a title. They've been to multiple NFC Championship games. They had this us, the Seahawks, beat on the road in the NFC Championship game. Their coach cost them that football game. I was there, and we got the miracle onside kick. Like, they were going to the Super Bowl and probably would have won because you remember, was that the year? I forget if that was the year we beat Denver or the year the year before. Um, Man, you're you're the Seahawks I'm, guy. You gotta. I mean, I mean, or the isn't year this after, tattooed but, but, on your arm? The the date of the Super yeah, Bowl one. Yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> that was totally the coach's fault. I mean, this dude. He even even this last week when they got destroyed by Tennessee. I mean, they gave up 45 points. He's out there running around, 
faking, running 20 yards for TDs, trying to single-handedly keep them in the game when it seems like the rest of the team has laid down on the coach. I mean, you don't need, like, the rah-rah leader, but he seems to get fired up out there, man. I mean, I'm sick of it. I mean, look at this guy's resume. Look at the playoff appearances, the Super Bowl win. I mean, they're, they contend every single year, basically. I mean, it's it's pretty... I don't know why people are coming out of the woodwork. And then in his last three, four games, his stats are off the charts. And he's just been he's been doing it again, man. I mean, it's not – none of this is his fault. I mean, I don't, I don't understand well, why I, people are coming I, out I, I blame Rodgers for fucking up my Randall Cobb uh, draft pick this uh, Oh, this God. Season. I don't, I I don't know what that. happened to Cobb, man. <laughs> last year, when, when uh, Jordy Nelson got hurt in the preseason, everyone, including myself – bumped up Cobb. I'm like, this guy's going to be a top 10 receiver. No doubt. He's going to get so many targets, blah, blah, blah. And he just can't get open. I just, I think we're overrated Cobb. Like, I, I don't guess. know. I, just, but I it's, don't think it's he's always good. fucking Devonte Adams. He always comes out of nowhere. Like he's, he was on waivers yeah. like three weeks ago. And then he just starts putting up, uh, you know, wide receiver one. Number. It's, it's really ridiculous. Um, and by the way, this whole leadership thing is totally stupid in sports. Anybody, especially in football, anybody can be a leader. I mean, look at the look at the Ravens. They had they had Ray Lewis, who murdered someone, be the vocal <laughs> leader of that team. Joe Flacco didn't say shit during their Super Bowl runs and their you know the you know the decade of where they were really good. I just you know in football, if you want to be a leader, speak the fuck up. Look at Jermichael Finley. He's doing it like a pussy. You know what he did? He talked about being a leader after he's not even around, you know? Like, where were you in that locker room saying where a leader is someone who, you know, I don't know. Stuff like that really irks me. The um, Probably probably my emotional level rose too much there, T-Hole. We went from a, we went from a three Pussy to a boy. seven. Pussy boy! Yeah. <laughs> Finley. Call him yeah. out. Jermichael well, Finley, I mean, where are you at? In a few months, it'll be legal to grab pussies, so I'm excited about yeah. that. It's definitely something the ladies like, is what I've heard. They, they rip her. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're gonna be uh, pussy grabbing up. I'll That's be right. at TGI Fridays, right. five nights a week grabbing punani. Yeah, it's, well, TGI, actually, I think that that's only supposed to happen in Chili's, but uh, <laughs> <they could be. laughs> you don't even want to know what happens at Applebee's, man. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I so, know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we were actually going to have Gray on the show soon. Ooh. And he's kind of given me a list of shit to watch because he wants to talk about some shit, man. I wanted to ask Yeah, let's you. give him a huge list and then also make some notes for him to when he's going to allow me to like speak so he doesn't speak <laughs> over me the whole time. To let him fair. let him know, let him know so that he can uh, pipe in when to say, "Hey, uh, T hole, you can speak for a minute." To be let fair, him, like that. uh, that's how Gray is in general. He just he's a talker. <laughs> he, he just talks and talks and talks. Um, like in spring training, he was uh, he was just talking the entire the entire game. He was you're trying to talking. get your you're trying to get your opinion in. No, not no, not even like that. It's just you're. You just have no response. Like, he, he, the way he dialogues with people is, like, he'll just talk to everyone. And then he was yelling at the players, you know, and he was just making jokes. And it's just, like, I, I have nothing to add. Like, he takes care of all angles. Um, but he did mention – have you heard of Black Mirror at all? I I had not heard this, but he's telling me to watch it. So I was wondering maybe maybe you had heard of it. Of what? Which Black show? Black Mirror. What? It's on Netflix. I'm, I guess you don't, so – Black I Mirror. Yeah, I hadn't even heard of is it. it but I is it a Netflix original? Yeah. 
No, but I'm got to. I'm been sick. I'm not. My friend is yeah. performing at a, a concert or something tonight. I'm not gonna go because I've been sick. I got to rest up for the big game Sunday. So tonight, maybe I will check that out. All right, you let me know. Um, I'm gonna check it out. Actually, I have to catch up on Westworld. I still haven't gone through that yet. Have you? Oh my you god, it's been getting it? real funky. That show, it this real? show is legit. Man. It is real. It's some weird shit. Happening. Yeah, this it's not by legit. choice. It's getting pretty wild. It's not by choice. I've been uh, I've been kind of busy with uh, my life. I'm just doing my thing, T hole. Um, I I did spend some time watching the new Independence Day. I rented that. I I regretted my decision almost immediately. Um, it just sucks, man, because everything from my my years of peak nerd, um, like Independence Day, I was like Ugh. 13, 12? I was like, I love that movie. I still love that movie. I love all those '90s action movies like Armageddon and yeah. oh, Woody Hard Rain. You know, with uh, your oh, boy Christian Slater, uh, you know, Broken <laughs> Arrow, <laughs> you know, these oh, were yes, the face-off, yeah, these was... were the days, man. Um, yeah, they don't do it like that anymore, for sure. Yeah, they certainly don't. This new Independence Day, that is, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was that. Was it, um, it was that bad? I, I mean, I didn't no, watch it. No, well, listen, everything but the action was bad. Uh, it was just, the acting was pretty bad. At least I, Goldblum got a Paycheck. Yeah, he was the highlight though. Goldblum and his father uh, were the highlight, just because they haven't changed much in terms of you know cadence and acting ability. Um, Bill Pullman, I've always liked him for some reason. Um, he did all right. So I don't know. It was just. I mean, what are you gonna say? Like they came back. Okay, so it just felt like they were doing it all over again. Um, I don't know. The third one's coming out soon. Uh, rumors You're on kidding. that. No, we're we're gonna get a third one. Um, but rumors are the second one actually killed the, uh, um, oh fuck, what was that? Um, you know the the Stargate, Stargate. Yeah, I used to love Stargate. Not the show. Oh the my movie, god, they killed oh, the Stargate the reboot, which is I don't know if that's good or bad. It's probably good, but um. So that movie is so underrated. Stargate, that's oh, a yeah. true classic. The original, wow. uh, yeah, with fucking um, with young um. The blackest yes. dude, my favorite guy, yes. my brain fart. Yeah. Um, David Spader, yeah, I love David yes. Spader. Oh my god, when he didn't, you know, his face wasn't so round. Um, yes, he's made an epic comeback due to <laughs> Botox and whatever yeah. else he's done to his right. face. But yes, he was, he was, he was great in that movie. Back when Kurt Russell was an actual movie star as well, it was a very, very underrated flick. Always, always one. Yeah, night. Kurt yeah. Russell. Um, the dude who played a female that was secretly a boy in that one eighties movie. Um, all the boy, all, what was that? Boys don't cry. No, all the, I can't remember that. You know where it's. Um, anyhow, uh, that's that's a, <laughs> that's definitely a, a somewhere we don't need to go because I can't even think of it. So um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, I don't know. You got anything going? You just you just rested. I'm just resting tonight. Maybe play a little uh, uh, Drake or uh, whatever on uh, PS4, uh, whatever it's called, uh, that video game. I forget what it's called. I just, I've never played it before until now. Uh, it's odd because I play video games, but I you're not. So it's you a get... PS4 game. Is it's it a only on PlayStation. Game? No, it's uh, <laughs> Drake. Uh... <laughs> 
what is it called? It's like the fourth one in the series. It's like a really popular game. I mean, it's like kind of like Tomb Raider, but it's like a dude. I forget what it's called. I mean, like Drake. I think they. I think it used to be called Drake something, but then they changed the name to not get confused with the rapper. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but. All right. It's well, a fun I want up game. you. I want up you and probably play a video game too tonight since I'm under the weather. I'll probably play like something like Dota or something. That reminds me, if any listeners out there have a Steam account and you want to play. With your boy Jay, all you have to do is just hit me up on the site. I'm totally down for that. I think actually um, one of the people on my friends list who I play with game, he actually got on my friends list because we were talking in the comment section. And I was talking about Dota or something. And uh, <laughs> But anyhow, uh, that's neither here nor there because I am a 34-year-old male who's single uh, spending Friday night playing video games. So yeah. that seems about right. Um Thank you for joining us on the show. I'm going to just go ahead and do a straight cold end because I can never do this properly to you all. So where can people follow you on Twitter? At Lord Bedix is the Twitter handle. I'll be there. I've been responding to tweets. And uh, thank you for those who welcomed me back graciously because I knew if I didn't come back on soon, my account would have been lost forever. So I couldn't. I just couldn't go that route and start yeah, over all again don't do that again man you you put a lot of people in the panic and they were talking calling me they were sending me sos on you they won't even contact you they would contact me like i have some kind of control where like i i you know those people they message me they're like where's t-hole and my answer would be have you asked him <laughs> they'd be like oh no i know <laughs> because like, well, other I'm... than that one i i had to skip the one week on the post but other than that i've been there every week and I'm like, well, you know where to find me. I guess maybe these people on Twitter don't actually read my posts, which is unfortunate. But, you know, how it is. It happens. People don't read my posts sometimes. You know. <laughs> but it's Friday night. Okay. Um, so let's get out of here, T-Hole. Thanks for joining me, man. Right. And for everyone else, uh, enjoy your week. And we'll see you all back here next time. Uh... Oh, oh, oh. Before I forget, don't forget to visit our sponsor. SeatGeek.com, 20 bucks off if you use the code RAZNFL, your place for tickets, great tickets, no hidden charges like Ticketmaster, I suggest you go there now. That was, that was me trying to hold a tune, but go visit them. <laughs>